0: Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney.
1: Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible, and today we're going to hear about SEO at Disney. Joining me today is Ben O'Grady, who is the SEO media manager at Disney Streaming, a division of Walt Disney Company, that provides products like Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Today, Ben and I are going to discuss driving SEO for Disney.
0: And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no cost? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com
1: slash A-W-T. Okay. Here's my conversation with Ben O'Grady, the SEO Media Manager at Disney Streaming. Ben, welcome to the Voice Search Podcast.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me. Great to be here.
1: Awesome. I'm super pumped about this, this episode. In our Prep for this th- these episodes. Uh, we came to find out that we have tons of friends in common and, and lots of relationships. Obviously, the the Disney Empire has lots of great SEOs and a history of of doing great SEO. So it's great to great to have those common connections. But with that said, like because there have been a, a plethora of SEO talent and experts that have have come out of the company, you know give us a little bit of the, the lay of the land, right? Disney is one of the largest companies in the world. It has a vast ecosystem of products and services targeting various types of experiences, everything from like travel to the parks and and, and hotels to, to streaming and online and sports like ESPN. So it's a pretty wide array of entertainment and, and experiences. And i just love to know, like, give me the lay of the land. How does this giant ecosystem work with SEO?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. First of all, thanks for having me. It's a great question. Uh, and it actually took me probably a long time to really kind of like figure out the lay of the land myself. So I've been with the company for nine years. I started off with their theme parks and resorts. SEO for most of the company is on their digital marketing in their digital marketing organization. So not really part of like a technical organization uh, or dev teams, uh, not really part of like product teams either, right? So think of it like organic search channel. Uh, The SEO person would own that channel and the performance of that. And then you would have like marketing resources at your disposal. So with all that being said, when I first started way long time back in the day, you know, with uh, the SEO team with theme parks and resorts, it was a fairly sizable team. You know, we just focused on SEO for uh, the theme park websites, right? So, Walt WaltDisneyWorld.com, Disneyland.com, Disney Cruise Line, Disney Vacation Club. So, if you wanted to go book, say, um, a stay at a, one of our hotels, you would do a search on Google, you would find one of the hotels, and then you could go straight to the website and book it. And then, uh, you know, that revenue information, like, would be one of our performance metrics, right? Like, how are we doing year over year with rev and with visits? So... Where it gets really tricky. So uh, in the last like three years, I moved, changed organizations, went to Disney streaming. Streaming is interesting because we're, you know, as I'm sure most people know, we're a platform and we stream movies and shows. Right. That's on Disney Plus. You know, on ESPN Plus, we do sporting events. But our movies and shows come from different organizations. They come from like a studio, like Pixar, Lucasfilm, Marvel Studios. So that whole the whole web landscape for our company is pretty vast as you alluded to and you can't just focus on the SEO just for like just for streaming right because i have to work with the folks uh, like the content folks over with marvel to make sure that how we're situated in organic search makes sense across like several different websites and we have to do that for all of our brands right so like i said star wars pixar marvel national geographic abc good morning america so like It really is like a very large ecosystem. I guess the best way I can describe it is you have to try to, over the course of time, get to know everybody in the organization.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So that would be everybody from like PR folks, communications, content strategists, product folks, devs, find out who the people are that are generating all this content behind all these like movies and shows that everybody loves. Right. And, um, you know, you have to just very slowly put in your SEO strategy and uh, use your tactics and try to make everything work. But it's not easy. No doubt. Because the uh, ecosystem is so vast. And that's something that we are, this is one area I can't get into too many details, but this is what, something that we are actively working on is having a more holistic strategy across the entire organization. And, you know, so that we can just rank better for all of those different brands. hundred percent. Yeah. It, it took me a long time to like kind of figure all that out and, you know, to find out who all the leads are for all of these different things. So,
1: yeah. 100%. And I mean, that 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 begs a huge question here, right? I mean, even within this streaming world, which is where you are today, right? I mean, you went you went through this journey of being on the, the park side and, and dealing with all those intricacies, which in and of itself is a behemoth of a task, right? Because you've got, like you mentioned, you've got cruises, you've got the theme parks, you got hotels, you got all this stuff that you can support in terms of generating traffic awareness revenue for the business. And then now in the streaming space, not only are you moving into a whole new category of style of SEO, where you've got these partner plays with the brands and and the studios, but you also have to start to think about like, how do you prioritize what's going to make an impact? And so I'm curious to get your perspective on where you prioritize and how you spend your time and energy and and where, where you've seen like the best results.
2: Yeah. Great question. Well, there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens, especially when it comes to like a movie release in the organic search world. So, you know, if you took a movie, like say um, Deadpool, they, I don't know when exactly they announced Deadpool three, but it was a couple of years ago. Right. And that information starts to appear in Google results years ago. And that's before we have any content spun up on any of our Disney owned websites. So we have to be aware of that. Like, What third parties are ranking for Deadpool? uh, When we do spin up our content, when is that going to sunrise? Which piece of it do we want to appear in search ranked higher? Because at some point the movie will come out and people want to buy movie tickets online. So, you know, do we want to send that traffic to a Disney owned movie ticket website or to the streaming trailer page, for example, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to like really be sensitive to all that. We have to work with our studio folks, you know, marketing product strategy, all of that to make all that work. So there's a lot, a lot of moving parts with that. And that's something we're really trying to nail down and create like more synergy with, you know, uh, is like the whole life cycle of like the entire, you know, whatever it is, uh, the movie, the show, whatever it is. Right. So that's become a very important to the organization,
1: like in the last year or so. And that's, we're putting a lot more like resources into that. And how, how do you think about that that effort, right, of, of the life cycle and the connection to core functions in SEO, like technical SEO or content SEO. So if you're thinking about that, how do you split your time? And is it different between, say, different products or different initiatives?
2: Yeah, the way that splitting the time is this is kind of like a two-edged sword. So I do everything SEO-wise from like product SEO to technical. You know, I'm personally very technically inclined. I think that's where my expertise is. Content SEO, so keyword research, optimizing keywords on a page, optimizing backlinks, trying to get backlinks. So, if you're an SEO with Disney, you will wear all of those hats. Whereas, if you go to certain other companies that are large enterprises, they might have a huge team where you have only content SEOs, right? Or you only have a product SEO or a couple of technical SEO managers. But at Disney, you can do all of those things. You can get it good at all of those things. So, That's good. It's great for your resume, right? Like if you ever need to talk to somebody down the road, you're like, yeah, I can do it all. Right. But it also means you have to split your time. You have to be very careful how you prioritize it. So, you know, it just depends on what the project is. We recently um, relaunched parts of our website on a new tech stack, obviously. So like the technical SEO side of me comes into play there, you know, like I need to do the testing, make sure it's crawlable, uh, use my tools, you know, and that takes up a lot of time. But then if we have a movie release and then we have a couple different websites that the movie is featured on, then that's more content SEO. So, you know, I just prioritize it like whatever the big project, whatever the promotion is happening like at that particular month, you know, that's what I work on the most. Awesome.
1: And uh, one of the things that I'm curious about is when you think about driving SEO in a company like Disney, I think a lot of folks in, in the SEO space, because not, not many of us have the fortunate opportunity to work with such a large brand. Right. I mean, I was lucky in my career. I got to spend you know, nearly five years at eBay, you know, managing SEO and other efforts there. And, you know, still to this day, although eBay isn't the same company it was back then, massive brand, lots of brand recognition, lots of brand search, too, when it comes to people going to Google and looking for products. The same happens for Disney in the, the, the hundreds of brands that they own. Right. Because it's not just Disney. It's, it's the, the studios and the content and the other efforts that they they produce. So, you know, a lot of SEOs out there and maybe I'm putting this a little bluntly for you Ben, but like they go, "Oh, that's an easy job." Hmm. Right? Like that guy's got the easiest job in the world. He <laughs> he works for one of the biggest brands in the world. And I and I got to think that that's not true, right? So, tell us the truth. Like is it is it the easiest job in the world? <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about ranking for brand
2: keywords, obviously we do very well there. You know, if you're, if you're searching uh, on Walt Disney world as a keyword, you're going to find the Walt Disney world website ranked number one. At least I hope you do. I don't have it in front of me. Um, so brand keywords, obviously we're dominant, you know, like we have the domain authority, the page authority, we've got millions of backlinks to the home pages of these big sites. So obviously like we're good there, but there's a lot of content that we have that we get outranked pretty easily by industry and third-party websites. They could be like a Disney fan blog. So this is where it gets actually harder. So this is a a good thing to talk about. We have to get approval on content by brand, uh, by legal. They have to get approved by copy teams, by other leadership. So you might come up with a brilliant piece of content, but it will go through all these different revisions. You know, all of your keywords might get cut out. It might not be brand safe. It might not have um, the marketing spin on it that it needs, you know, so that is very complicated. That's very difficult to do. And I've had that happen many times. I've I've made a content brief, uh, you know, I've gone through all the paces, made the content itself. And then by the end, it just wasn't the same piece that we actually published. And sometimes it doesn't get published at all. Like sometimes it just doesn't happen. So that's where the difficulty comes in. And like I said, it's not hard, I think, to outrank like a very granular piece of content that's even owned by us by a third party site, like a blog, you know? So it could be something like, you know, what are the best restaurants to eat at Epcot? Like the Epcot site might not rank number one for that. That could be a, a blog, could be a fan blog. Yeah. You know, just because it's very, they're very agile. It's very easy for them to spin up like a 2,500 word blog post with a list and tables and pictures Obviously, everyone knows Google loves that kind of content. It's like, yeah, I'm going to rank that number one. That's great expert level content. So that's where it gets difficult. And that's where we you know, we have to work the hardest is when we get really granular with pieces of content, I will say.
0: Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E
1: dot I-O. Right. I mean, I'm 100% with you. I I actually think one of the hardest challenges in large brand enterprise SEO, which is a category in in and of itself, right, is that the reality is that you have every possible competitor coming out of every possible corner of the internet, right? So. Everyone's vying for some of that Disney traffic. Yep. Right? Whether it be a blogger, a news site, a another competitor, like another theme park company, right? Like the reality is everyone's chasing your tail. But at the same time, you have the management pressures of delivering growth.
2: Right. Yep.
1: And so it, it it's actually one of the most squeezed SEO positions that are out there because you have unlike being one of the smaller brands that don't have any brand recognition you have only upside right no one's chasing your tail
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: you know and so it's it's one of these unique places to be in that is quite quite a, a alarming for i think a lot of our listeners is that this is a, one of the most challenging seo roles because you have to consistently deliver on growth otherwise you're not being rewarded in an enterprise environment and so it's it's a unique challenge in and of itself that that yes we have the domain authority yes we can throw up a domain page but it just doesn't necessarily mean that it has the same result if everyone else is chasing that too yeah but with that said i mean i'm kind of curious to ask about where you go in terms of driving seo at disney where do you go when it comes to learning kind of growing you know you've been you've been at disney now for for 9 years i think you shared in in the intro here like How do you stay fresh and relevant in this industry?
2: I stay fresh and relevant. Well, there's so many moving parts and so many people to meet in a company the size of Disney. So one way is I'm always talking to somebody new and interesting in the organization who's really smart at the top of their game. You know, like I've just met some people recently uh, in our organization that I have to work with and they have great backstory and I learn you know from all these folks. So that's one way to do it is just you meet so many interesting people in, in this space. You know, The other way is the technology is always changing. That goes behind our web products. All of these different websites, they all have different product teams that own a piece of the website, not just the whole website. And all of those teams want to use different types of technology to power it. You know, It could be Angular framework. It could be Next.js. They could be using a pre-rendering. They could not be using pre-rendering. So on the technical side, I find it, always very interesting, always very stimulating, right? Because all of these technologies are always growing. They affect the bots differently, uh, some of them dramatically. And I've seen that happen every year that I've been with a company. So, you know, I geek out on the tech stuff. No problem there with me staying interested, right? Like, if we launch a new piece of our website that's on Next.js, how are the bots going to react with it? Like, that's very interesting to me. Like, I have no problem there. So, yeah, so I'd say the, those are the two main ones. It's the growing technology. Obviously, tech grows very fast every year. And then just meeting new people inside and out of the org who, you know, I have really good conversations with and I learn more about the space. So a third way, and I think this is really important for all SEOs. I do volunteer SEO for an association. It's called Kids Comics Unites. Uh, I'm a kind of a nerd, love comics. And the, so I connected with this organization uh, a couple of years ago. And I do some volunteer work for them. And I love it, right? I do SEO for them. Right. And that keeps, that keeps me really like invigorated, you know, to help this small organization. They have a staff of four. Sure. So yeah, volunteer time. Find like one of the hobbies that you're passionate about. Find like the website owner and just do the SEO for them. Just like volunteer like 10 hours and just go to town. Like, you know, that will keep you fired up
1: for this job. Oh man, I, I love that advice. I think it's one of the most valuable things that anyone can do, whether you're an enterprise, an agency, even if you're working at a smaller business, having passion projects where you can test and learn and iterate is one of the best ways to learn SEO.
2: Yeah. One thing I'm sure is top of mind for many SEOs out there is Google SGE. Mm -hmm. I did my first SG optimization on the site that I do volunteer work for, right? Because it was much faster and easier for me to make some changes and get it into production and do some testing versus if I did it with my workplace at Disney, might not get approved. It might take six months to get into production. Um, <laughs> and I was able to show off that optimization to like uh, colleagues and to like people on my team. So there's other, you know, there's basically just the whole world of reasons to do things like this. You know, you can kind of experiment a little bit with content with SEO. So yeah. I just, I, I want to put that out there. Like my first SG optimization was on like a third-party website.
1: love it. And that's a great place for us to wrap up this episode of the Voices Search podcast. Huge thank you to Ben O'Grady, SEO manager at Disney Streaming for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Ben and I are going to discuss facilitating SEO without a dedicated product team. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Ben, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can also contact him on Twitter, where his handle is at Ben O'Grady, or visit the company website, benogrady.com.
0: Okay, thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. that's J-T-K-O-E-N-E, or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io, that's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.